Welcome to the Pioneer Forage Forum, featuring news and information important to dairy professionals working for successful animal nutrition. Today, we're speaking with Leo Brown, who is Livestock Information Manager with Pioneer Hybrid International. Today, we'll be talking to Leo about inventory strategies for dairy producers. Now, uh, Leo, when it comes to uh, their quality forage, what types of evaluations should our producers uh, do to make sure that they have enough and that they can make the best use of their feed inventory? Well, Cindy, typically I recommend to people that they take an inventory of the feeds that you have on hand. I know it's common that people say, well, that's a duh. Uh, I always do that well, but quite often there's two times a year they do it. They do it um, in, in the fall after they get done harvesting all the crops for that year, and then they might do it again in the spring before they start harvesting for the next year. Um, I, I think given all the, uh, the new dynamics in the feed industry or the, the, the livestock industry today, that that's something that they really need to do or keep a better handle on on a monthly basis throughout the year because other feeds that you may not grow uh, are being bought uh, and sold all year long. So that, that's where I would start, number one. Next, I would take a look at what available land resources I had uh, available to me in case I would want to make some changes for the following year. And with regards to that, uh, what crop rotations might make the most sense. I don't want to do something that would jeopardize getting an alfalfa stand established in two years based on something that I might do for a cropping uh, um, uh, alternative this year, for example. And as you consider uh, various options, uh, Definitely don't just continue to grow and feed the same way you always have. Uh, a lot of people like to just keep doing something that they get comfortable with. Well, yeah, there's some there's some merit in that. At the same time, you need to be sure that every feed that you include in your ration, whether you grow it or buy it, uh, either one, it's justified on on today's uh, new era of feeding economics. What strategies uh, would you suggest for producers to use to optimize their production as well as maximize the value that they get from their feed supplies? Well, as I kind of mentioned already, we have entered a new era of uh, high feed prices, which by itself, I guess, is enough reason to justify uh, critical evaluation of the entire feeding program. Uh, There's probably a number of things that you can do with that. At a minimum, though, I would make sure it it includes things like um, growing the most cost-efficient feeds. Uh, the, 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 you know, it always used to be a given that people felt they could raise cheap corn. Well, is that cheap corn as cheap to raise today, uh, number one, and, and does it have as much of a perfect fit in the ration as what you used to think, given on other feed uh, feeds that are available? And then once you've uh, decided on the crops that you're going to be growing you want and, and harvesting, you want to make sure that you preserve the value of those crops using a cost-effective and, and fermentation-effective inoculant uh, to make sure that you get the most value uh, back from that crop is extremely important. One aspect there, the silages on a per-ton basis probably cost or have two to three times the value that they used to just a couple, three years ago, and yet inoculants or haven't increased that much yet because they're not an oil-based uh, product. So the good news for that is that that cost is about the same, so that means you're probably getting two to three times as much of a return for every dollar spent, so it makes them even better value today uh, than they were yesterday for that sort of thing. Um, when, when you purchase feeds, you always want to make sure you're purchasing the right feeds, and that kind of ties back into what I said before about not necessarily just doing things that you always have. Make sure that you keep your nutritionist 
um, well informed of, of your intentions so that not only are they balancing the best ration for you today, but they're also helping you plan for the future as well. And, and in that regard, my next point would be uh, targeting optimum feed efficiency from balanced diets. I said optimum feed efficiency, not necessarily the highest feed efficiency, because high feed efficiency by itself is not necessarily how you maximize your profitability. Uh, generally, it helps, and it doesn't hurt uh, big time, but at the same time, you want optimum feed efficiency, not necessarily the highest. And one last point I would make would be that you want to ensure the nutritional competitiveness among the feeds that you grow as well as you buy. In other words, think of it this way. Each feed that you include in your ration uh, needs to earn its, its way there for what you're paying and, and all the handling and everything else that's involved with it, whether it's a purchase feed or one that you're growing. You need to make sure that, that it still deserves its place in your ration because, again, the, the feeding economics are today's uh, new new era of economics are much different than what we've become accustomed to in, in the past. Our guest for today's Forage Forum has been Pioneer Livestock Information Manager Leo Brown. We invite your feedback, comments, and questions at worlddairydiary.com. I'm Cindy Zimmerman with the Pioneer Forage Forum.